When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. You can now bet right now at BetMGM on 2025 Super Bowl odds. Oh, the NFL always going. The folks at BetMGM putting out the numbers this morning. Your favorites? The San Francisco 49ers, 5-1. to one. Chiefs are plus 750. Ravens plus 850. Bills and Lions, 12-1. to one. Bengals 14 to 1, Cowboys 16 to 1, along with the Eagles. And then we've got the Dolphins and Packers at 20 to 1. Surprisingly, I think the Texans at 25 to 1 after their incredible season with their rookie quarterback, CJ Stroud and D'Amico Ryans. So, look, this is the de- less than 24 hours after the 2024 Super Bowl. Do any of these things stand out to you, or are you willing to take a shot on the Chiefs to three peat? At plus 750, Chelsea. Ooh, I don't think so. I think there is a reason that we have seen a total of one three-peat in the NFL since the Super Bowl era began. So especially at those prices, at 7-1, to we will wait and see if the Chiefs have any kind of hangover from this year. Because that's the thing about the futures market. It's all about timing. It's kind of wild to me that the Niners are the favorites, though. Uh, The fact that they just lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. But they did look like a very good team top to bottom. And I'm not sure how their cap space plays out, but I do know at least Brock Purdy is not making a ton of money. Maybe that changes over the offseason. I'll have to look into it. But still, when you have a quarterback that is on such a team-friendly deal, that opens Mm -hmm. up a lot of possibilities around you. And that's why I feel like this was it for the Niners. Like They really need to get things done while Brock Purdy is not making that money but he also will get better you know he will just improve Mm -hmm. as he's put into these situations and let me ask you this because i don't think we've touched on this yet what do you think brock purdy's legacy is after the super bowl because you've been defending him all season long Mm -hmm. and i think that most of us who watch football know that he is not mid he is not mid-tier he is not a mediocre quarterback he certainly is not a game manager if you're putting the negative connotation that goes along with that word. So for me, I thought it kind of catapulted him in to probably the top five for me. And I know there was parts of the second half where he didn't make the throws, Mm -hmm. but still, do you think the Brock Purdy haters have more ammo after that game or less? I think they have less ammo for sure. Now, I know he didn't go out and win this game, but I think if you were hating on Brock Purdy going into the Super Bowl, you expected a much worse performance. Brock Purdy was very good in this game. Mm-hmm. He was very good. He did enough to win this game. He didn't turn the ball over. He made some clutch throws. The Niners lost this game because of turnovers and some untimely penalties and the fact that they just got beat by Patrick Mahomes in overtime, right? Like sometimes you just get beat and they got beat last night. But I don't think any person can look at this game and say, oh, if Brock Purdy had done A, B, or C, then the Niners win this game. 
Brock Purdy and the Niners would take a game like this any day of the week in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl, if this what you, if this is what you thought you were going to get from Brock Purdy, you would be thrilled. So I don't think he had anything to do with this loss. I thought he was very good. And, and we knew coming in, right? Patrick Mahomes struggled mm-hmm. early too. Patrick Mahomes threw a pick. Brock Purdy didn't. But we knew going in these were two very good defenses. So regardless of who won the game, we knew it was going to kind of be a grind, I think, for each quarterback here. But Brock Purdy, and, and you mentioned it, this is his second season. So he is only – his ceiling is is really, really high because I thought he looked very good last night, and I think this will temper some of the people who act like he was lucky to be here or he was just surrounded by good weapons because I thought he was very good. Yeah, so back to some of these Super Bowl futures. Like, I'm not going to take the favorites, the Niners and the Chiefs, because even yeah. if you're a really good team, it's incredibly hard to get back here. Mm-hmm. And especially looking at the teams in the AFC, I think that's what kind of writes me off for some of these teams is you're going to have to go through Patrick Mahomes. Feels like the Chiefs are going nowhere. There are only two quarterbacks that I think have beaten Patrick Mahomes in the postseason, and maybe it's in the Super Bowl. No, it's not the Super Bowl because it's an AFC guy. And I saw this graphic, and it's Tom Brady and Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Isn't this the oh. team that's kind of flying under the radar, radar right now? The Cincinnati Bengals? Joe Burrow has been yep. hurt for most of the year. Ain't nobody talking about swaggy Joe Burrow right now. But over at BetMGM, the Bengals mm-hmm. to win the Super Bowl looks like are 10 to 1. Do you think if there's any team that maybe has a shot against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, maybe it's Joey Burrow? I that stood out to me immediately that stood out to me and also the Eagles stood out to me because they're 16 to 1 Bengals are 14 to 1 but whenever you have incredible quarterback play and the Eagles being Mm -hmm. a year removed from the Super Bowl and the Bengals being a couple years removed from the Super Bowl you've got guys who have been there guys who have proven themselves as MVP type quarterbacks or MVP winners in the NFL so, yeah, I'm like you. That's that's really the roll of the dice with Cincinnati. Seriously, mm-hmm. it's can Joe Burrow stay healthy? And if he does, I love the value at 14 to 1. I really like the Eagles because I think they 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 figure out their coordinator issue during the offseason. They're still massively talented. It's not like they don't have a ton of talent on that roster anyway. Those were the two that stood out to me where I thought that's a lot of value for two very good quarterbacks. I will say the sabotage factor, maybe for the Bengals, is the fact that they lost their offensive coordinator. And we have seen just how important coordinators can be. You're talking about the Eagles. You know, them losing their coordinators looked like a totally different team this year. So we will see just how meaningful Brian Callahan was to the offense for the Bengals because now he's the head coach of my Tennessee Titans. But one would think that Joe Burrow, if healthy – can do a lot of things because look what he did with that franchise it's not just the coordinators you got to make the throws and you gotta you know be the quarterback that is leading the way it's not just you know the schematics so we'll see for joe burrow but it will be interesting do you think this is the correct time of year to bet on these teams for me i like to wait at least until after training camp because you always see that like backbreaking injury of somebody getting hurt in training camp somebody tearing their acl and you're like oh great maybe i shouldn't have bet on you know super bowl futures in the month of february and speaking of jenks i think this was the worst moment of the super bowl dre greenlaw tearing his acl running onto the field 
Oh my gosh. I mean, I think this was especially sad because we were watching the game and Dre Greenlaw looked so amped up. Like there was a play yep. where me and Jake were like, he's got to calm down. What's he doing? And then of course yeah. he like, you know, tries to go onto the field, tears his ACL, doesn't play the rest of the game. This had to be like the worst moment of the Super Bowl. Oh, it was awful. And he was essentially in tears. And I, I just, A, it was a, it was a huge, a huge setback for that Niners defense because Warner and Greenlaw are about as good as it gets in the NFL. And then to tear it in that way, that's what's so Ugh. bizarre. You talk about a freak injury. The guy, and they were showing it, and I was like, wait a second. This, this is how he tore his ACL just running onto the field? A non-contact injury where you're running in a straight line. And he has to be absolutely heartbroken. So I, I felt bad for him personally. And then I, I always hate it in a, in a big game where you see your best players not able to compete. Because ultimately, you want to know how the Niners would do with Dre Greenlaw in there. You want to know how the Chiefs might be different with Charles Omenahue on that defensive line after he tore mm -hmm. his ACL in the AFC Championship game. So I always hate it when the greats never get a full chance to perform because – Ultimately, you get a better idea of who is the better team. Injuries are a part of it. I get that. But I was absolutely heartbroken for him. Right. Uh, Joe Tooney didn't play uh, for the Chiefs either. Like, that was kind of a surprise. Yeah. I didn't see that one coming. I knew he was banged up. But I feel like you could tell watching the game that he was not playing. Patrick Mahomes had to scramble around a little bit more. Were you surprised that we didn't see more from George Kittle? I know we're running up into the break. But, man, felt like a letdown. Yeah, I thought they would, and they even mentioned this during the halftime show on CBS, where they, they all expected Kittle to get loose, right? They used him as more mm -hmm. of a blocker in the first half, and you thought, okay, now you can build off, and you can layer these offensive concepts and get him open, but it just never really materialized for those guys. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM, weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.